Hey folks, we talk about uh, the band The Sweet Remains in this program, and just so you know, uh, we are not going to play the music of The Sweet Remains for fear of copyright violation. Uh, instead, whenever you hear us announce a Sweet Remains track, I think we're going to play a little selection from Mr. Bill Purcell called Our Winter Love off of instrumental themes for young lovers. Uh, thank you very much. Music for Gracious Living, I should uh, I should add. That's the subtitle. Uh, thank you very much for listening to The Morning Show. Here we go. On with the program. Is a calendar year that contains an additional day uh, because it's added to keep the calendar synchronized with the astronomical year or seasonal year. That the average year is 365 and a quarter days. So every four years, you've got to take that quarter and add it on in order for us all to stay in sync. But what I don't know is why do they add it on to February? What? Oh, poor February. It has such a short <laughs> month. Oh, let's give it an extra day. I think that must be it. That's right? got to be. Yeah. I mean, the powers, they probably decided it. Yes. And I mean, if you had to print a calendar and one of the days had 32 days in it. You'd be, you'd go you'd you'd go broke. You'd go out of business. I'm sure. The the term leap year probably comes from the fact that a fixed date in the Gregorian. Oh, then this gets into the Julian calendar, the yeah. Gregorian calendar, and what I, I I suppose if 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 you didn't have leap year days, then we'd be out of sync over like a hundred years. You'd be out of sync in celebrating Christmas in June. Yes. Something like that. I'm quite sure it works like that. <laughs> yeah, I think it does. I'm guessing at some point they get, they they must have decided to add a day. Like they must have started getting out of sync and said, hey, we got to fix this, right? Yeah. Somebody uh, did that. Yeah. Who, who <laughs> thinks of those things? You know what I, I mean? Think you, I think you notice when you're celebrating your birthday and it used Ooh. to be winter and now it's summer. Does you know? anyone know someone who has a birthday on a... Mm -hmm. On February 29th? Yes. My daughter's uh, boyfriend had a, had a t Feb 29th birthday. And so really he was he was only like four or five years old when he was dating her. <laughs> we used oh. to joke about that. <laughs> when we get off the air, we need to talk. <laughs> yeah. <I> know. <laughs> <laughs> but he always celebrated it on March 1st. Like it depends. Some people who have leap day birthdays maybe do it on the 28th. But I don't know. That would be weird not to have a birthday every year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think I mentioned before we went on the air that I read somewhere, don't hold my, uh, my back to the wall on this, that some people, if they are born between midnight and noon on the 29th, they celebrate their birthday on the 28th. But if they're born between noon and midnight on the 28th, I mean the 29th, and they celebrate it on March 1st. Mm -hmm. That makes I guess. sense. 
makes no, but sense. tone just had had. We were talking about twins, you know, being born and you know one on a leap day. Tone mm-hmm. just had this incredible perception. What happens if you have twins and one is born like five minutes to midnight on December thirty first, yeah. and then the second one is born on. January for so not only do you have different days to celebrate a birthday, you have different years. That's weird. That would be weird. That would be uh, weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's happened somewhere, right? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd hate like heck to be the parents to figure this out. Yeah, seriously. You know, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just too early in the morning for me for me to wrap my mind around this. <laughs> yes, I agree. They do sometimes add leap seconds too, right? Did you know that? No. Every no. once in a while, yeah. Every once in a while, they'll throw on a couple extra seconds to the year. They, the powers that be, the national, <laughs> the calendar people, the calendar people will add seconds to the year because it's not a perfect quarter day that we need to add. <laughs> you gotta, it, it's like almost exactly a quarter day, but not quite right. They need to every once in a while make wow. the. Uh, yeah, add, and, add in some seconds. And yet, the amazing thing is, is we all go on with our lives. Unbeknownst to this, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That, that you know, we'll, we'll get into our Thursday and whatever and just go right through Thursday without thinking of the calendar people who have been up all night figuring uh-huh. all this out. and That's right. Running know. from house to house, yeah. adding, yes. Ch- changing changing clocks, the date, yes. Yeah, and, uh-huh. you know, putting new batteries in. Well, uh-huh. I'm just... Uh, <laughs> Well, if you ever wake up feeling extra well rested, you can you can imagine that at midnight somebody added a couple seconds to the calendar. There you go. Yeah, uh, but uh, well, <laughs> we've got lots to talk about besides that. We've got Poac here to talk about uh, Sweet Remains coming in on Tuesday next week. Uh, we have the Oscars coming up on. Uh, Sunday the 3rd, and we have uh, the Follies, and just all sorts of good things. So let's jump right in. All right. Uh, with the Sweet Remains at the Panada Theater on Tuesday, the 5th of March. That's right. Tuesday at 7.30 at the Panada. Educate us. Oh my gosh, it's going to be such an awesome night. But it's it, going to be fun. It's going to be great. Uh, Tone and I uh, go to a booking conference every year where we get to see showcase like kind of short performances from many different genres. And a lot of our season and what we book, what Polak books, uh, to come to Sandpoint comes from those conferences. And when we saw this group, The Sweet Remains, we, I mean, they, they were one of the, the favorites of the whole conference with all the presenters. We were all jumping to get them here. Uh, let me ask you a logistical question. You go to this conference. <clears throat> yeah. You hear the sweet remains, mm-hmm. and you say, "Oh, pick us, pick us!" Mm-hmm. And then do they do a tour like? I mean, or do yes. they? You get on their radar, mm-hmm. and then then how do they figure out where to go? Well, there's a lot of presenters there, so mm-hmm. we all talk together, and ah, then they'll put a tour package together. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Do, do they do that before you leave? Uh, and come back to Sandpoint, or do you wait like two, three weeks and say, oh, we've got it figured out, we're going to be in Boise, then we'll come up, and then we're on our way to Seattle? It can take a couple of months sometimes, you know, to figure out the next season. So we we usually go to these, uh, it's Arts Northwest Conference, Mm -hmm, and it mm -hmm. it shifts around between Idaho, Oregon, and and Washington every year in the fall. And we're booking then in the fall for the following season, for that following September through, through May, you know, kind of season. And so, yeah, like, 
like Tone said, we go to these block booking meetings with other presenters and we said, hey, I like that. Did you like that? Let's get together and put together a string of dates. Or so these are people mm-hmm. with, yeah, yeah. with venues in the yes. same area, same yeah, one. absolutely. Gotcha. Like okay. it's a great, for like they'll, they'll, uh, a great booking would be to go from here to maybe to Whitefish and then uh, down to maybe Idaho Falls or Boise. Or All within through. reasonable yeah. traveling distance. Got- exactly. I was just curious about that. So you guys went. Yes. So this would have been in... 2022? Yes. Yes. Fall of 2022. And we saw these guys and they have the most beautiful, luscious three-part harmonies. I mean, they really harken back to some of those, you know, super groups of the 60s and 70s, like, you know, Crosby's Bills and Nash and the Eagles. I mean, just these these incredible Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. melodies. And I think that's how they discovered each other was probably at one of these conferences. They were in in Rhode Island in a hotel room and they started jamming. And each of them had their own, you know, solo careers. And they're like, ooh, our voices sound real. Really good together. <laughs> Let's do something about this. And so they, and there was this Grammy award-winning uh, producer that kind of recognized the same thing. And so they became this indie rock band, The Sweet Remains, and they have nearly sixty million Spotify streams and counting. Okay, which so is what a does lot. that mean? Um, it's like how many times somebody streams your music, you know, from okay. and and sometimes that can happen because you're part of a playlist too. Um, but basically, ah, that's how you know. So okay. that's that's quite a lot, especially for that genre of music. Okay. Um, and the, so they're an all independent band, and and um, they they're from all over the country. Um, Rich Price is from Burlington, Vermont. Greg Naughton is from New York City. And Brian Chartrand is from Phoenix, Arizona. And so um, they formed this band and they kind of said, well, you know, damn the ge- geographical differences. We've got to get together and do this. So they're, they've been a group since 2007, I think. Yeah. And what do you know what instruments will be played? Oh, well, they have a lot. They, they played the banjo and the mandolin and the, the guitar. And, so yeah. string instruments. String, string instruments, yeah. yes, definitely. Okay, now... I know that with POAC, always when you bring an artist into uh, a venue, mm-hmm. there's also the educational aspect. Right. Is that going to happen with Sweet Remains? Yeah. Um, it looks like right now we have Clark Fork in, uh, High School and Middle School coming um, to the Panada and uh, maybe Forestburg Charter School. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, you know, I just think that that has got to be outside of the performance. You know, I was in the Panada when they did... Uh, Caribe Mexicano, oh, yes. uh-huh. and the kids were just, uh, I, I don't know what grade level, I want to say fifth grade, maybe? They were fourth through twelfth. Yeah, fourth there was a yeah. big, big stretch. And what, what great energy and what great interaction, you know, the, the musicians would talk about their instruments, and, mm-hmm. you know, but what I loved is is uh, one, one kid got up after they asked a bunch of questions, one final question, and they asked, I think the lead singer, where'd you get your shoes? Because <laughs> yeah. he had these just, really cool shoes yeah, on. I just thought that was neat. So they're going to be doing... Uh, <laughs> On Tuesday yeah. morning before their Tuesday evening performance. Correct, yeah. And, you know, when you're talking about the Harave Mexicano, which took place in October, and I remember we had students from all over the school district, and I asked for a show of hands of kids who had never been to the Panada before, and it was like probably two-thirds of them. Mm-hmm. And so that's the other thing is not just who's there, but the, the yes. experiencing music in a beautiful venue like the Panada and, and seeing seeing that that's a part of the community, this this beautiful performing arts space, you know. So just for the kids to experience that kind of live performance outside of maybe their, their gym at their school, you know, yeah. it's really fantastic. Well, and it's also a great way 
to see the performers not in a, you know, like we're putting on a concert and we go through our playlist, you know, to interact with yes, the kids, yes. and, you know, that these are people and mm-hmm. uh, that sort of thing. Yeah. And I just really enjoyed being there with Harabi, and I hope I can make it for Sweet Remains. I hope so, too. And it's kind of fun because they, they do that kind of old-timey thing, too, where mm-hmm. they, a few of the songs are just totally, you know, like a cappella. And they have like one, the one mic, you know, that kind of like, um, yeah. uh, it's kind of like, oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, you know, oh, brother, kind of th- exactly. that, it feel, yeah, kind of like that, where they, they kind of all do their part around the microphone. And, and so there's moments like that in their show, too, that are very, so, very, and very we authentic. Do, we have a ticket. Yes, we have two tickets. Two people? We have two tickets. Okay, two tickets to to the Sweet Remains at the at the Panada Theater on this Tuesday, coming Tuesday, March Mm -hmm. 5th already. Uh, The concert's at 7.30. The doors open at 6.30. How do we want to do this, gang? You tell us. Should we take the the first the first fast caller? Oh, we could do that. Uh, Okay, (laughs) wait, 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 wait. What's uh the number? The number is two oh eight. 265-2992, and when I stop talking, we'll take the first caller, and I'm going to go real slow. Oh! The Sweet Remains, moving in slow motion off of their album Laurel and Sunset. The Sweet Remains are coming to the Panada Theater on March 5th. 5th. Tuesday. March 5th. And you can get tickets. Yes. Tickets still available. Yes. Where? Okay. There are two ways you can do, or there are three ways, really. But um, online at artinsandpoint.org. Or by phone at 208-263-6139. Or you can come by Pan, the, the POAC's brand new gallery located, on 2nd. Yeah, Tone is going to tell you about that. It's at 313 North 2nd Avenue, right across the street from Jalapenos. Okay, and there is a fourth way. That's true. Coming, coming to just come to the box office. You can. Exactly. The night of the event. Exactly. And uh, the doors open at 6.30. The concert begins at 7.30. But it's always nice to come early and uh, have a bag of popcorn or a drink or something and yeah. see friends. Oh, absolutely. And, and, it's a social uh, time. So there's four ways you can get tickets. And uh, boy, that was a beautiful song. That's very nice. Yeah. It is. Exactly. I'm, I'm not familiar with their music. <laughs> You Lord will forbid. be. You I, will be. You will love it. You okay. will become a fan. And I know a lot of people here like that that genre of music. So I, I'm hoping that people will come out on a on a beautiful Tuesday night to mm-hmm. the Panada. I'm, I'm trying to remember what you said about the weather on Tuesday. Oh God, it's going to be gorgeous and sunny. <laughs> yeah. It'll be sunny and seventy five. Sunny and seventy five, and uh, you know you don't have to wear your sunglasses inside the Panada and all those good things. So. Tone, you mentioned your new office space yes. across from Jalapenos. Talk more about that and how that's working out. Well, it's working out wonderfully. We're doing um, First Friday rece- receptions every single month. And um, last month it was Lucy West. Okay. And her show was super popular. Um, we sold quite a few of her pieces in that show. 
And tomorrow, um, March 1st. Which is the first Friday of March. That's right. That's right. We have an abstract dreamscape uh, show going on that has 14 different artists in it. And so they're all, um, they were asked by Claire to paint their dreams in abstract. So Ooh, this interesting, is, uh, yeah. Uh, it what is. medium? Any? Could it be watercolor? Could it be yeah. oils? Or, yep, yep. We've got and, it all. And how many? We've got fourteen artists total okay. um, that okay. are there. We got Barry Burgess, uh, Tessa McCompton, Bruce Stikers, Molly Gentry, Jeff Grief, Darius Judd, C.J. Kovalchuk, Sheila Newman, Cynthia Oliver, Teresa Rancourt, Michael Smith, Amy Stevenson, and Penny Otley. That's a great group of artists. And we're just getting ready to hang it today. And I tell you, oh, it's a pretty fun. awesome show. Yeah. And this is tom- tomorrow. tomorrow from 5 to 7. 5 to 7. There's wine and, you know, come on and socialize and look around. It Maybe before you go to the Follies, you know, come on over yeah. and uh, check that out. And uh, it's, 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 a, it's a beautiful space. And the nice thing about the space, too, it has the gallery in the front. And then it has the uh, Claire's and Tones offices. And then in the back is the Joyce Dillon um, studio for our adult art classes, which have become incredibly popular over the okay. past two years. Anything from, you know, uh, printmaking to jewelry making to painting and photography and uh Yeah, now we're and... going to be doing some ceramics. We've got some new classes that um, we're adding. We put... We put out a call for teachers and got a great response. And so Jan has just been interviewing people all week for for new classes. So Yeah, one good. of our board members, Jan Rust, um, she comes from a background of education mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. art. And this is her real raison d'etre of being on the board is putting together all these adult art classes. And uh, Tone and I have actually been guinea pigs and taken a few of them. And it's just a lot of fun. It is fun. Even if you think, oh, I'm not artistic. It's not even what the finished product is. It's yeah. just the art of creating uh, with your friends or people that you get to know. And it's just, it's it's really a wonderful time. So to tell me, the uh, first Friday of every month yes. is a showing. Now, will the artwork that you, for tomorrow with uh, the abstracts, will that be up for a while? That'll stay up for the entire month. Oh, the yep. entire month. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. excellent, yeah. excellent. Yeah. And can one go to a website to find out all of the different activities? Absolutely. And what would that website be? It's really easy. Just think about what's happening. Do I have Art to spell Ponderay? No, you don't. That's I think whoever came up with the website was really smart because we all know how hard that is, the Ponderay thing. But no, it's um, and that's why POAC is such a good acronym. It's, it, people get to know that. Exactly. But, it's, but the, the website is just artinsandpoint.org. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So mm-hmm. Art and Sandpoint, no spaces or anything, no cap letters. Artinsandpoint.org, and that's where you can find out everything that POAC's doing. And, you know, as, as you, you know, listeners can, can gather, we, we, we're really involved in both the visual and the performing mm-hmm. arts. And that, that's also a site where one can get tickets, like Absolutely. to The Sweet Remains. You yeah. know it, and yeah. to the other shows we have coming up, too. Oh, and do you want to say a little bit about, because I think yes. you're coming back on when we get closer to those yeah, dates. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a one show that I know we're we're particularly excited about it. It's called Dino Light. It's Lightwire Theater puts it on. And that was another one where we left this showcase. This is probably two years ago, two and a half years ago, and went like, 
oh my god it's it's the these performers it's performing art with music but they're they're all in black but they have this these lights on them and so they can create all these shapes and creatures because you can't see them because it's dark so you oh, only see cool? their lights moving around and it's a terrific all ages family show i mean I can't imagine kids just being mesmerized by by the story. I was. Yeah, we were. <laughs> <laughs> and and we don't have the exact date. I don't remember the date. It's it was on the April panel. 12th. Was, April 12th. And April that's a Friday 12th. night, which is perfect for family outing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. April 12th. Okay. Yep. Yep. And then you have a, a another one coming up that was... Uh, not canceled, but postponed. Yes, Tian Shei. Yes, our our concert in May. Tian Shei in May tenth is okay. going to be that, and that's perfect for for uh, Mother's Day. We, yeah, we Mother's it was Day a Valentine's weekend. Day show, but it's still going to be all about love. Oh, how wonderful! And it's going to be great. Yeah. So so we have those are our last two shows of the season uh, coming up, and they're both um, going to be just fabulous. So we're check here. It out. We're here with Tone Lun and Dino Wall from Poac. Uh, artandsandpoint.com. Do we org. have... Org. 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 That's right. Not That's org. right. I forget that. I, you know, I... You know, it's a leap year leap thing. Day. Yeah. K- yeah. It's K- yeah, because you know, krfy.org, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, when I think about that, this could be the day of irresponsibility. Oh. You know, it's not my fault. Yeah, you guys you better know, watch out. It's Sadie yeah. Hawkins Day, too. You might, get, you might get run down by... Wrong. Me. What? Ah, what? Ah, Wait, what? No, whoa, it's whoa, not whoa. today? No. When is it? I figured, Dino okay. is wrong? Am I wrong? Dino, see, oh, well, I, I, I stand corrected. Uh, you're, you're forgiven because it's uh, what leap, is it? leap day. Uh, <laughs> oh. What? Is November... <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, November 26th, according to the official uh, Lil Abner uh, comic strip. Which, How weird. Uh, I always thought it was leap day. Well, now, oh. in Ireland... Bachelor's oh. Day. Oh. Bachelor's Day. That's where is, you got confused. Yes, oh, is okay. on Leap Day, and that is Bachelor's Day. The okay. uh, yes, that's the day that you, <laughs> a woman is apparently the only day of the year that a woman is allowed to propose marriage to a man. Oh, okay, all right. I got the Sadie Hawkins thing in there uh-huh. for some reason, but okay. So it's Bachelor's Day. So if you if you're out there and you've been waiting to make your move, young today's ladies, the day. today's uh-huh. the day. How about this? It's not only a tradition, but it was a in it was a law. In uh, Irish monks took the tradition to Scotland, where in 1288 it was made a law that women could propose during leap years. <laughs> oh! But they much <clears throat> they must wear a red petticoat while proposing, and refusal <laughs> would result in a fine. Uh, On the okay. guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy. The guy, <laughs> the guy would be gets fine. fined. It would be fine. He'd be like, hmm, "Is this worth it to me to say no? <laughs> Might be." <laughs> yeah. Depending um, on things. And exactly. then you better get married before the next mm-hmm. leap year. You get another fine, mm-hmm. right? You know. Uh, yeah. The possibilities are endless. Yeah. There's a. Uh, there was a movie in 2010 based on this concept. An American woman flies to uh, Ireland to propose to her. What was the title oh, of yeah, the film? Was it was called Leap Year. <laughs> oh, it was clever. Okay, yeah. we might be streaming that. With, uh, <laughs> yes, it stars Amy Adams and Matthew Good. Um, believe it or not, she flies to Ireland to propose to her, her boyfriend on Leap Day, but things do not go as she expects. She was a year there off. There you go. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure what the story is. I haven't seen that one. But it's, leap year. Okay. Yeah. There okay. you go. I'm oh, check by, it out. By, by the way, we did get a winner mm-hmm. for our ticket. Oh yes. mm-hmm. yeah. Yay. We want to thank you so much for calling. Do we have another sweet remain mm-hmm. song that we could play? Uh, why yes, we could play. Well, Dance with me. Okay, let's do that, and then we can uh, talk a little bit more with uh, Tone and Dino. Cool. Coming to the Panda Theater on Tuesday, March 5th. Uh, we are talking with Tone Lund and Dino Wall from POAC. That's the Pondere Arts Council uh, about the uh, the concert and other things. Tuesday, March 5th, that's next Tuesday. Their show is at 7.30 at the Panda Theater right here in Sandpoint, Idaho. Get your tickets. There you go. Artinsandpoint.org. Well, okay, mm-hmm. let's take a vote. Oscars are on uh, Sunday. Hey, oh, yeah. best, best film. <sighs> I haven't seen them all, but I, I'm i going to go with the conventional wisdom that Oppenheimer, I, Oppenheimer is going to win, I think. I uh, think I concur with that. I mean, uh-huh. uh, Killers of the Flower Moon was pretty amazing, too. Yeah, Killers of the Flower Moon I, I enjoyed, but in a different way than mm-hmm. Oppenheimer. I mm-hmm. think what made Oppenheimer work for me was the way in which they told the story. Yes. It wasn't from point A to point B, mm-hmm. but the way in which the story unfolded Mm-hmm. You'd get little snippets ahead of time of something in the past, then you'd get the full picture, and yeah. uh, and the acting that Killian, um, Killian Murphy, mm-hmm. yeah, oh wow, mm-hmm. yeah, and Emily Blount, yep, Emily Blunt. Blunt. And, oh, and how about uh, unrecognizable uh, uh, Robert Downey, Robert Downey Jr. I mean, I was like, whoa, oh, he, yes. and he was so deliciously evil in a weird way nasty. <laughs> he nasty. was not revenge is a is a is a dish best served cold right <laughs> and, he, and he gets his dish served cold exactly yeah and yeah. uh matt damon yep matt damon was great mm-hmm. yeah it was just a really great ensemble cast um, uh, Rami Malik, even. Yep, Rami Malik and yeah. Ben Matt, uh, Affleck's younger brother, who won the Academy oh, yeah, Award yeah, yeah, yeah. for Casey. Casey, Casey yeah, mm-hmm. Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, and the woman who plays uh, his 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 oh, lover. Oh, what uh, was her name? Florence Florence Pugh. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. she was great too. Yeah, the whole that whole cast and just the visual effects of it. And yeah, when it was shown at yeah. the Panader. Panader. When, Panader. when it was shown at the Panader, uh-huh. uh, the af- the afternoon showing, we subtitled it. And boy, does that make a difference because there's so many names of people yes. uh, in the story that you might get them confused. And uh, I yeah. found the subtitles to slow down the movement for me, which I really appreciated. I liked, I think every single role that had any kind of speaking part at all was really well cast. There was, I mean, no, and there weak was so, no, no, no weak link. No, no weak link in familiar faces. Yeah, the Einstein character. I don't yeah. remember who that was, but yeah. boy, mm-hmm. that's that was conv- I think you're absolutely spot on, Jack. That yeah. boy, the oh, people. And, and uh, wasn't Brendan? Um, no, wait, no, that was the. I'm mixing up the movies. Brendan Fraser was was, was, in, in, the was in Killers, Killers of the, the Flower Moon. Moon. He yeah. had like a small part. It's interesting. Sometimes they're having these days these cameo roles mm-hmm. that are played by really famous people. You know, mm-hmm. and and, yeah. and it makes it very interesting. Josh Hartnett is in it. Is 
in Oppenheimer yeah. as his like buddy uh, scientist. Yes, 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 just yes, for, yes. Just briefly, and just, uh, the uh, the guy who plays the attorney, the opposing attorney in that hearing, uh, the the name escapes slips me right now. Yes. I'll, I'll look it up. But yeah. like really, uh, really notable mm-hmm. actors in every single role, actors and actresses. Well, and the thing say. is about that movie mm-hmm. too is it affects us all, right? Mm-hmm. Every human that lives on this planet, it's Whoa. like the things changed. In, you know, in the blink of an eye, and he knew it. How that changed, you know, the, the splitting of the atom and the creation of the atom bomb. And there were spies, uh, you know, within the organization feeding information to yeah, Russia. To Russia, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. just, yeah, uh, and how, you know, when you can have that capacity or that power mm-hmm. to wipe each other off mm-hmm. the face of the earth. Yeah, and that's what made Oppenheimer a pacifist and then kind of an outcast by mm-hmm. the Atomic Commission. Yeah. You know, because he was like, I don't want to do the H-bomb. The A-bomb is enough, people. <laughs> and, boy, they didn't stop there. No, and, no. Uh, yeah, so it's a fascinating movie, yeah. It, so it I re- think it probably will win. Yeah. I mean, what else do you think? Uh, of course, my favorite was Barbie. I love Barbie. <laughs> oh, Barbie was so awesome. I have yeah. to admit, I've seen it six times, but it's... Uh, it's you have? Oh, that's great. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'd like to see it a second time, I think. What, just a second? Uh, no, I... I love that film. I love the energy. I love the color. I love the songs. I love the choreography. I, I, I think it's. Tr- I, I'm not quite sure of what the message is behind it, but I, I just like the I, feel. Well, I think the message is just powerful of equality and 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 um, you know the power of women, but then also you know just the the synergy between women and men. If we if we don't you know fight each other, <laughs> well, <laughs> or who's in charge. <laughs> One of the things I liked about it, and I said this uh, when I introduced it on the Panada stage, is that if this were a Spider-Man movie or a Superman, you know the backstory. You know, the guy was bit by a radioactive spider or kryptonite and coming Mm -hmm. from another planet. What's the backstory of Barbie? And see, there is really, Mm -hmm. you know, when you go, what is her backstory? And that's what this plays with. And I really like that. You come to the movie... Okay, it's a doll. Yeah. What's the backstory? Yeah. And there and this place with it and I like that. And Well, yeah, and you know, I I was listening to NPR yesterday and there was an interview with the um the Indigo Girls and they feature their song oh, yeah, Closer, Closer to Fine. And they were so shocked when she wanted to use their song in a Barbie movie. They're like, "What?" You know. Yeah, there I am, Closer <laughs> to Fine. Yeah. Yeah, and they just said how fun. much they loved it. Yeah. Great fun and yeah. uh uh, but what else? There's past lives. There's uh, holdovers. Oh, the holdovers was wonderful too. Yeah, yeah. We showed that at the Panada over yeah. the weekend. There's yeah. poor things. Mm-hmm. I have it right here. Poor uh, things. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to see that. I want to yes. see that too. Yeah. Yes. It's I kind of too. a Frankenstein thing where she yes. he, she mm-hmm. gets brought back to life, life. and then yeah. she and so her brain is like it, it starts out as kind of a baby, but then it grows fast, mm-hmm. and then suddenly she's got her own ideas and she can't be controlled anymore. <laughs> kind of a wild movie uh we american fiction yes yes i haven't seen i, it. I, I, I did not see that well i, well, I have that. not seen it either but i like the plot concept it mm-hmm. it's a black author who writes about his experiences but his books don't sell and then there is a book on the that comes out from someone inside the ghetto who writes a book and mm-hmm. just you know, poor English, poor grammar, off the charts. So he decides to write one like that. Oh, yeah. you know, and lo and behold, it catches on. 
Mm-hmm. And now he's got to do interviews and stuff like that. And he wasn't raised in an inner city. Or whatever. Yeah. That, that's basically oh, the plot. Okay. And uh, it yeah. looks interesting. I agree. Yeah, it looks really good. Uh, Anatomy of a Fall? Yes, yes. That yeah. is, uh, um, no, that that's not up. And there's, oh, it's a French film. Mm-hmm. France has a very weird way of what they put up for. And uh, so it's underneath best film, but not best foreign film. Ah, and, yeah. Uh, interesting. Yeah, and it's, and it's a court courtroom about uh, a wife being accused of uh, murdering her husband at ah. a ski chalet. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. And, it, and, and the same, the woman who stars in that is also in Zone of Interest. Oh. That, that is a film about... Oh, the uh, Nazis. Hess, yeah. Hess's family growing up outside of Auschwitz, wanting to have a normal, you know, yeah. a vegetable garden. Meanwhile, ashes are coming down and things like that. Mm-hmm. I heard that is really I've powerful. Heard that's really, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, and that is up for best foreign film. Mm-hmm. Uh, past Lives is also nominated, which you brought. Oh yeah, to. Past Lives. I, Korean, uh, right? I yeah. Korean American. Mm-hmm. I am a major fan of that film. Mm-hmm. Not you know as as I wrote in the the reader you know there's no loud noises no crashes no murders no shouting it's just a quiet film about a woman who is born in seoul and emigrates with her family to canada and a childhood friend wants to reconnect over the years and it's very sweet bittersweet Hmm. Mm. i like that i like that movie a lot It, it is good it was at the panada two weeks ago yeah, I think the only one we didn't mention was Maestro. That's also oh, yes. oh Maestro. Yes. Wow, yes. that was interesting. I yeah. saw that Bradley you, Cooper as Leonard Bernstein. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And, and how did it set? With I you? liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, it was. I never knew that about him. You know, I mean, I've grew up on his yeah. music with you know West Side Story and all that. And um, he he was married to this you know uh, very successful mm-hmm. um, Broadway actress, but you never knew that he actually you know had all these these different affairs with. Uh, men and women and you know he just it was very interesting that maybe he felt like he couldn't be himself he was uh, you know and 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 bradley cooper uh he he didn't look like bradley cooper because he had this prosthetic uh nose on um but and so every once in a while you'd see his eyes you'd be like oh yeah that's bradley cooper you know but but he wanted to kind of disappear he got a little uh, a little bit of um grief for for doing that but it's like I don't know. I mean, if you're going to look like somebody and you want to look more like someone, you don't want to look like some matinee idol if you're Leonard Bernstein. You know? Yeah, the, 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 the whole world of Hollywood and who takes, you know, I, th- I think a while back of Faye Dunaway playing Joan mm-hmm. Crawford mm-hmm. in Mommy Dearest. Boy, did she really get a lot of grief about that yeah. and uh, taking on that role. But hmm. who knows? Yeah, but, you know, it's just, you know, sometimes it just it shows the fact that these days I think people are more lucky in being able to be who they are, who mm-hmm. they truly are, and mm-hmm. not have to have these kind of secret lives. I mean, some people may still be that way if they're in politics or that kind of thing. Nope, but No political talk. <laughs> no political no. talk. No, no, don't no, no. Get no. Me don't get me started. Oh, gosh, yeah, four don't, words. Stop don't it. get me started. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, but anyway, so that was I thought the I thought Maestro was great. Plus, you got to hear a lot of great music. Good too. music yeah, in it. Man. Well, but uh, that's if we survive the follies and survive the uh, all the good things happening. That's on. Oh, happens. then also at the Panada Little Theater on Sunday night uh, is Mark O'Reilly, and he's going to be in concert uh, in the Little Theater. And you go to Panada.org to find out information about him. 
That's ah. cool that you're doing stuff like that in the little theaters. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it's a space that hasn't been used over mm-hmm. the years. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it, it over the years, it became just a, a place to just dump stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now we have undumped. <laughs> and it's decorated it's cool uh-huh. it's like a little mirror of the big theater yes yeah, yeah. and did caitlin do that uh, uh, doug jones uh caitlin shook and zabriel dillon oh nice yeah, yeah it looks really great in yeah. there. yeah it's it's got a good feel and uh so that's happening uh do we have another sweet remain song or i think we could probably find Should we, one let's of play another mm-hmm. and we can say goodbye to tone and dino yeah thanks and so much for having us yeah gr- great to have you guys and yep. this is again this Tuesday, yes, March fifth, seven thirty at the Panada. Doors open at six thirty. Tickets are available either through POAC, artinsandpoint.org yes. at the door, mm-hmm. and um, and on the Panada website too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if people can think, get tickets, I think it switches yeah. over to yeah, the, yeah. To yeah. Our yeah. Website. But, it, but, but people can, can go. Find you can there. find it through there if people forget artinsandpoint.org. Absolutely, know. and this... we also have abstract dreamscape tomorrow. Oh, yes. That's right, yes. five so to seven. And, you can, can get your tickets then. I was going to say, yeah, you, you can, can buy your tickets. Buy your tickets there mm-hmm. as yeah. well. Thank you guys right. so much, Thank and we'll you. be seeing you again when Poac has another event coming in April. Yes, and then in May. All right. Thanks so much, guys. You bet. Here are Sweet Remains with the song title is? Love Song. Love Song. Oh, nice to go out on a love song. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) That's the Sweet Remains. was just called love song easy to remember that one um they are playing at the panada theater this tuesday night uh march 5th at 7 30 doors open at seven you can get your tickets there or at uh well in a few different places including mm-hmm. at the poac offices where they're having a reception tomorrow night uh for abstract dreamscape uh an artist reception uh tomorrow night friday march 1st from 5 to 7 p.m., an eclectic group of talented artists uh, uh, with their art. You can immerse yourself in the captivating world during the first Friday opening reception. Well, there you go. Uh, POAC is the name of the organization, the Pondere Arts Council. Art in Sandpoint is their website. Art in Sandpoint. Dot org. Dot org. Yes. .org. Not to be confused. With, with dot com. Uh-huh. wonder who's got that one. I'm going to leap through that. <laughs> uh, did we figure out why it's called leap year? It, it just says that uh, like here. Like jump year? or By inserting know. an additional day, and they say a uh-huh. leap day uh-huh. or month, a leap month sometime into some years, the drift between civilization's dating system and the physical properties. Uh, I The term leap year probably comes from the fact that a fixed date and the Gregorian calendar normally advances one day of the week from one year to the next. I it doesn't say exactly why leap, why not jump, why yeah. not skip, mm-hmm. uh, why not somersault. I don't uh-huh. know, uh, but uh-huh. uh, we have glommed onto it, and that's the way it is. Indeed, um, I'm going to be on the air tonight at nine o'clock on the Folk Show. Fantastic! I'm going to be doing. Uh, uh, Phil Oaks uh, at the Newport Film Festival in 63, 64, and 66. 
and I'll be telling a little bit of backstory about Phil Oaks and his songwriting abilities, and uh, that's O C H S. Yes, Phil Oaks. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, who he was a, a bright light, but uh, burned out quickly, didn't he? Didn't he pass away at a young age? Relatively, he he, he uh, exited out of this in the mid eighties. Uh, oh. He extincted mm-hmm. himself, mm-hmm. and uh, but. I don't know if he adequately made the transition that Dylan did from uh, being an old folky mm-hmm. to an electric instrumentalist and singer-songwriter, made the tradition successfully. I mean, he, he wrote some beautiful songs there, but for Fortune Go You or I or, yeah. or Come Sit Beside Me Changes, uh, Come As Close As The Air. He's written, written just some beautiful songs. But, you know, one of the things I want to talk about tonight is that if you ever want to get a feel for the political landscape of the 60s. Um, you know, I'm going to mention mm-hmm. all the names that he mentions in a way that Dylan never does. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, D- Dylan is much more, oh, you masters of war, you. You know, he doesn't come out and say, like, Robert McNamara right. and things like that. And Phil Oaks, and that's why he got um, uh, by the FBI, a big yeah. file on him, over 500 pages huh. uh, on him. But uh, very interesting singer-songwriter influenced a lot of others uh but he never really found uh fulfillment fruition um you know because you know he doesn't get invited back in 65 and i don't i need to find out why but he comes back in 66 can you can you tell us anything about marty o'reilly at the panel Sorry. That, that was Marty O'Reilly. Yeah. No, uh, all uh-huh. I know is that he is a guitarist and a singer, and uh, mm-hmm. that uh, the, the purpose of the, of the little theater for mm-hmm. music is close, intimate, uh, you know, where the artist uh, himself is within uh, arm's reach, and uh, there is no other noise in the area, no clinking of dishes or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You're immediately... Uh, uh, in touch with, um, let me let me look at what it says here about Marty O'Reilly. Experience the enigmatic melodies of Marty O'Reilly live at the Panetta Theater on Sunday. Prepare to embark on a musical journey where boundaries blur and genres meld into something entirely new. His music defies easy classification. It's bluesy yet not blues, folk infused but not purely folk. Each song is a tapestry of emotions. Uh, that is Sunday, March 3rd at 7 o'clock. Uh, I imagine doors open at 6.30. And so you're really going to be in a, in a uh, small, intimate, uh, very pleasant surrounding. The little theater is done up correctly. Mm-hmm. And you can get your tickets at uh, panada.org. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> let's see. There is going on to it is leap day after all it is still february somehow can you believe that and i don't i don't want to be like you know (laughs) the debbie downer but Uh 2024 is one sixth over yeah okay okay i've said Uh it i've gotten out of my system Uh uh-huh that's the way it is you know they the city of sandpoint ended their parking their alternate side parking thing yes like a week ago because i I guess they didn't check the weather report uh, because it seems like we're getting about the heaviest snowfall of the year, like right now. One of them. I don't know. It's happening right now 
If well, not outside, right now, okay, right okay, now, okay, but okay. like over the next week. Got you it, know what I, I mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. I know. I'm just being difficult. Uh-huh. Uh, so what's new? If I listened to KRFY yesterday morning, I would know that the Chafe 150 registration deadline was extended to today. Uh, this is because uh, usually it ends on the 28th, but with an extra long month, it is continuing. You can get the early bird registration uh, deadline. The early bird registration is... The deadline is today. That's what I guess I mean. Get the get that price registered today uh, and enjoy savings for the June 15th, 2024 Chafe 150 bike ride. 150 mm-hmm. miles uh, starting and ending at City Beach going up and around. Yeah. A, go- a good organization and a good reason mm-hmm. to get on your bike and ride. And I, I do want to fill in a little backstory to the Follies the over the Angels over Sandpoint this Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there are any tickets available. I had heard that a few came open at iCarts, but I don't know which for which night. Okay. Also, if you're interested, what some people do is they hang around the door. Uh-huh. Uh, and there's always some, I bought an extra ticket or something like that. But it is uh, a celebration of two nights of uh, little, it's a variety show. But what's important is that this is the major fundraiser for the Angels. And it says here that the funds raised from the Follies are vital for the Angels' mission of aiding those in need within our community. Uh, your support is crucial to their continued impact, and the Follies serve as the cornerstone of the fundraising efforts. So it goes for an extremely good cause with an organization that's, you know, right in the foundation of giving back to the community. So that is this Friday and Saturday. I think doors open at 7, performances begin at 8. Mm-hmm. Uh it's the 41st annual Gun and Horn Show out at the Bonner County Fairgrounds. If you're Tell up me for more. something a little Tell different, me more. Uh, it is, admission is five dollars. Kids uh, 11 and under are free, and it is buy, sell, and trade uh, knives, hides, taxidermy, uh, hunting accessories, all sorts of stuff. The Gun and Horn Show at the Bonner County Fairgrounds. Uh, the Mega Alpine and Snowboard Demo Day is at Schweitzer on the 2nd, uh, the region's largest demo day, f- featuring all near- new gear from more than 13 manufacturers. Uh, proceeds benefit Panhandle Alliance for Education as part of Public Education Week at Schweitzer. Perfect. Uh, Perfect. We are out of time. Way beyond. Ah, we've done it again. Jack, um, always good, and I shall see you in March, young man. I guess you're right. March you on. Then. Oh, March 4th, marching band. They're coming to the Panada. Are they too? Yes. Wow. Mar- not I don't. Not in March? Uh, I don't think so in March, but okay. if you've never seen them, they've been at the Hive and they've been mm-hmm. at the Panada Theater. Great energy. Yeah. People on stilts, juggling, lots of just visual, as well as great music and uh, songs. It's, new, it's kind of Mardi Gras-themed New yes, Orleans style yes. I, out of Portland, yeah. I think they are. But oh, really? March fourth, marching band. I wonder if they take Lent off. You know, but I don't know. They might be coming in after. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. These things. Hey, uh, we are. We we must mention the fly fishing film tour. Also, uh, we got a flyer here. March, Friday, March eighth at the Panada Theater. Doors at five thirty. Show at seven p.m. The fly fishing film tour, uh, twenty twenty four, presented by Panhandle Chapter of trout unlimited uh and with that i think we can 
We can call it. That's a show. Thanks for listening to The Morning Show here on 88.5 KRFY. Stay tuned for Bird Note and Otto's Eclectic Mix all day long after that. And uh, thanks again to Dino and Tone from POAC for joining us this morning.